Hello, I'm John, the executive producer here at Final Show Films. I got a few notes for you before the show. First, I want to thank you all for watching. We couldn't do what we do or the amount of things that we do without the support of you, the viewer. If you want to support us financially, which we always appreciate, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, where you can donate as little as a dollar a month to help us continue this and all the things that we do. I want to give a special shout out to our $25 supporters, Antitonic, Cat Waterflame, and Samantha Bates. Uh, second, I want to let you all know that we here at Final Show Films are planning a little get-together up at Gen Con this year. That's August 2nd through 5th up at Indianapolis. We're going to be up there sort of hanging out, enjoying the con, spending time together. And if any of you guys want to come up and say hi, please feel free. We don't bite unless you want us to. And if you enjoy whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to, be sure to check out our website at finalshowfilms.com where you can find links to all of our other content, both podcast and video. And be sure to follow me at John A. Bates on Twitter for more updates on all of the content we're creating in the future. In the meantime, thanks for watching, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Werewolf the Apocalypse, West Rising. I am your storyteller, Michelle, and let me introduce our lovely players for this evening, John. I'm John, and I'm playing Shadow, the get of Finris Arun. Jack? Hey, everybody, I'm Jack, and I'm playing Tig Connolly, the Fianna Ragabash. Craig? I'm Craig. I'm playing Grudek, the Bonor Galliard. Aaron? Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Thistle, the apparently lost their memories because my notes aren't here. Uh, oh, fuck, Children Werewolf. Of Gaia? Is... Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Child you of Gaia Theurge. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing C. Walsh, the Uctana Philodox. Previously on West Rising, when last we left our five would-be packmates, they'd found their way to the fifth floor of a decaying, half-abandoned, single-room occupancy hotel on the grimiest edge of San Francisco's financial district. Uh, as the first part of their collective rite of passage, the young werewolves were supposed to be tracking down a stolen smartphone, which also happened to be a powerful magical fetish. Uh, to make a long story short, they found it. Uh, the thief is around 13 years old and appears to be a werewolf, given that he's just changed into his towering Krynos werewolf form in his tiny malodorous apartment and attempted to barrel past our heroes out the door, clutching his phone in his hand. Tig managed to tackle him to the ground near the doorway. Shadow waits just outside the hall. Thistle lurks like Spider-Man outside the open window. And Grudek tries to shield the thief's eight-year-old sister from the horror, while C stands calmly at the eye of the storm, trying to talk some sense into everyone involved. When you're ready, uh, Thistle... It is your turn to decide what to do next. Um, does anyone see... I'm sure we talked about this a little bit last week, but the mom mm -hmm. doesn't seem panicked. The little girl does. Yeah, the little girl is screaming her head off. Okay. Uh, Grudek tried to calm her down and didn't 
managed to. The mom is like not pleased, but she's not pleased in the sense of my son is misbehaving rather than in a sense of, oh my God, there's a monster in my apartment. Yeah. And not like, oh, there he goes again. If this child was adopted, there's a possibility of, oh God, my brain is suddenly exploding. um, (laughs) Her brain does not seem to be exploding except possibly with like rage at her son. Yeah. For um, swiping the phone right out of her hand I don't and barreling think out. The there's door. a mechanical like I am taking this action for this, but Thistle's going to try and guard this exit essentially. I think my packmates have decent corners on the other one, but because I'm outside, I I really would just prefer no one jump out the window. That would be bad because uh, there's people out there that might be yeah. like, oh, that's a werewolf, huh? Yeah, good call. And the window is open. So, um, yeah. yeah, good call. All right. So, so you're just going to guard the window? The window um, Are you going to come in the window or stay right there? Um, I mean, I'm currently outside the building, so I feel like that's a convenient place to be for guarding the window. Um, yeah. So just kind of clinging to the outside. outside. Keeping an eye into the building so if someone gets injured, I can rush in next turn. Okay, so you're kind of peeking in the window, but like clinging yeah. to the outside. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm Spider-Manning this. <laughs> uh, good call, because uh, the very next thing that Ethan does is um, he attempts to wriggle free by... Uh, Tig had tackled him when he was in Krynos form, so he shifts to Hamid, um, and he's going to attempt to uh, just wriggle free and he does actually manage to slip free by suddenly getting a lot smaller and then he heads straight for the window yeah but then he sees thistle there and just comes to a dead stop so he's now standing like right at the window with his back to the room um and who's next that would be c um so uh, C still standing where he's at, maybe taking like two steps closer to the table to just kind of put his hands on it as he looks at the rest of the room. This situation isn't going to be resolved by fleeing or fighting. Stop, sit down, and we'll have a conversation here. Okay, so while he's saying that, um, the girl continues screaming, the eight year old girl in the corner continue screaming that's what she does with her turn uh shadow uh my intention was and still is to uh sort of grab the boy and pin him down so he suddenly made it a lot easier to do that uh so i basically just cross the room and i just want to bait like just grab him and push him to the ground and hold him there okay so to cross would be one action, and uh, to grab him would be another. So if you want to send a rage, rage. You can do yeah, those. I've got plenty of that. All right. Um, <laughs> so roll. Uh, what would it be, Jack? To for that? That's dexterity um, and brawl, well, right? Uh, that would be a grapple check. A grapple, since okay. you're actually trying to grab him, um, so that will be uh, strength and brawl. Both of them have to make a strength and brawl roll. Okay. So okay, grapple. Check not gravel maneuver in terms or, of well, it's a grapple. It's a grapple maneuver if you want to gra- either if you want to immobilize if you want to hold somebody. Yeah. That's grapple. Okay, because so, the uh, combat sh- listing has it as dex and brawl. 
Uh, no, it's it's strength and brawl. Strength and brawl difficulty what? Um, difficulty six. Okay. It's whoever gets more successes. Uh, well, it's not actually opposed yet. It's only opposed if it comes around to Ethan's turn and he wants to try and get away. Uh, okay, yeah, shadows. Uh, so <laughs> I've got I've got iron grip as my strength specialization. Uh, so that's actually seven successes. Okay, so do you have you pinned him down like on the floor, face down, or did you just yeah, grab basically him sort around? of like grab him by the shoulder and put him on the floor? Okay, so you're pinning him down to the floor. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> so gotcha. he can't get away. Um, this hole is conveniently enough in the window that no one looking across will see that. <laughs> okay, the mom just moves farther away from all of this nonsense toward the sink in the kitchen. Um, and, and Tig, what do you do? Um, Tig is going to now that the kid is immobilized. Tig's going to make a move for the phone if he can. Okay, is he, he was on the the ground, right? So yeah. he actually needs to take a turn getting to his feet. But you can no. Tig Tig succeeded on Tig succeeded on his uh, on his tackle check, so he didn't actually end up on the ground. Oh, okay, he so knocked he the kid down, but he was, but Ty still standing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so he's moving where? Uh, so he will move over to Ethan as well. Okay. So he's uh, next to Shadow and Ethan, where they're right. he will on the spend floor. a rage to get a second action and try and uh, get the phone out of Ethan's hand because I assume he's just got it in a hand, right? Um, he's. He's very protective of the phone, so if he fell, he's fallen onto it. He's got it under him. So oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's clinging to it with all his yeah, might. That, that would that would take a little more effort yes. than he's got right it's now. So tickle yeah. time. He, <laughs> uh, he'll just he'll just stand over uh, over next to Shadow. Then um, Ethan just is pretty does, well him then at this point because yeah, he just back unintentionally is now standing on the other between him and the other exit. So there's three of you between him and the door and and uh, Thistle between him and the window basically. So he's pretty screwed. Um, Gurdick? Um, Gurdick, I, I think, turns sort of over his shoulder, still trying to interpose himself physically between uh, the, the little girl and all the chaos happening in the apartment uh and he will turn and look in the direction of the mother um and say look i know none of this is what we had planned for this evening but i think we're all on the same page if you could step in that would be great um and then we'll turn around and uh look look down at the girl again and say so this is all really crazy right um what sort of book do you like reading there's probably not too much. This is keep in mind that every turn is like three to five seconds, so you can probably get one sentence out. So, what would okay. be like the most important thing he wants to communicate? He's gonna he's gonna keep uh, uh, keep trying to help out the, the girl. I think probably what he'll do is just look at the mom and say, "Little help," and then turn around uh, to the to the girl and say, "All right, listen. Why don't you just come with me? We'll step away." Okay. And and we'll try to calm her down again. So, can I roll okay. comfort? Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the difficulty last time? Do you remember? Uh, I had it at six. Okay. It'll be seven this time then, because when you fail, it goes up the next time you try. Yeah. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> was that a botch? No, it wasn't a botch. He did roll one success. He just had three ones. Okay. Okay, good. 
Yeah. I see the success now. Okay. With a total of eight a botch dice, would have been I really I think yeah. it, it probably didn't help that the whole werewolf fight is now occurring, like, presumably right about ten feet from her face. Yeah, though he did, at least her brother did change back into human form, but he's now being tackled by this enormous shadow. Are you in Krino's form? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So she's <laughs> screaming really hard. Well, yeah. okay, but but I I will I will say, can she see? Because I mean, Grudek is not a giant person, but he's he's probably relatively you know, tall and he has a trench honest, coat. To be honest, she probably hasn't seen much of anything since she first started screaming because her eyes are squint shut, and also Grudek is like right in front of her, so yeah, she's yeah. probably not seeing Shadow yet. <laughs> she can definitely hear the loud thumping noises. Though. Definitely hearing yeah. Shadow though. Yeah, she's right now. She's kind of doing the "oh, please let it go away" kind of screaming. Um, okay, so uh, next up is Thistle. Okay. Um... I was trying to. I was. I couldn't. Again, I couldn't quite find anything that perfectly matches it in the rules. Um... If it seems like C wants to make everyone stop fighting, like, Thistle is trying to just, by being a physical presence there, guard the window and help this situation come to an end. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if there's like a leadership or something I can do for that or if it's just Um no if if your intent is basically to sort of assist in the herding of the young boy like you can see that's what the group is trying to do is to peacefully yeah. herd him into immobility and you are just there for that just that mm-hmm. intent is enough to uh give everybody that extra Okay. Die anytime they're trying to do something to assist with that peaceful herding effort. So from this point forward, since Thistle has declared their support for this effort, um, that means that you get an extra die if you're doing anything to try to herd Ethan because Thistle has this. And I'm basically going by C's stated intent of like, okay, come to an end. This is, we've got you. Just stop. Yeah. De-escalate. Yep. <laughs> yes. yes. We're, we're attempting to de-escalate. Can and de-escalate. Um, Ethan is underneath Shadow right now, so all he's doing is um, just clutching that phone like as tight as his little hand can possibly clutch, and he's lying on it. He's like protecting it with every fiber of his being. That's like his one intention right now, um, is to just lie down there on the floor, on the phone, hold it tight against him with both hands underneath him. That's what he's doing. Uh, C. Um, Seeing that the situation with the child is currently mostly being handled, he um, kind of looks over at the mother um, and just asks very flatly, this child is yours. Are you of the kinfolk or of the guru? Interesting. Okay. Um, girl s- continues screaming. <laughs> Shadow, what do you do? So with him pinned down, I just get down 
I'm still in, staying in Kratos form because he's already shown that he's willing to go that that way. Um, just sort of like bending down and getting down sort of on all fours so that I'm eye level with him. Cub, I know you want that precious thing, but is it worth this? And I'm just like, just trying to make him decide that it's not worth it. <laughs> okay. Intimidation? I think you have a plus one to that, because that seems de-escalating. Can that be an intimidation? Um, I have a dot in that. <laughs> I think it depends on your emphasis on, you don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? This is currently um, the massive Krynos hand what, you holding get to, him down. You don't you want to, none of this. <laughs> uh, you get to choose, actually, between the plus one die for going with Thistle's you know, teamwork of let's peacefully, calmly herd the boy or whatever bonus you'd get for attempting to intimidate or frighten him. I have no bonus to that other okay. than just my so, one dot and intimidate. So. so let's assume that you're going for more of the calming thing and you can add one die to that, that role. So what would the role be? Um, the role would be um, manipulation and empathy, and the difficulty is going to be seven. All right. Three die. Let's go. <laughs> Including the plus one? Yes. I have <laughs> okay. two dots of manipulation and zero dots in empathy. <laughs> Wait, what form are you in? Are you still... I'm in Krynos form. Okay. <laughs> any dots so you have? Sorry, no. Zero manipulation. I have, z- I have negative one manipulation. <laughs> you, always get, you always get one die. Not Probably not going to do too well at calming down a kid when um, you're in Krynos form. That's Although, no, wait, that is the thing. If you have less dice than can perform an action, you just, can't, just can't perform, perform the it. action. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you I can't... It, I, I make the statement on that. one and then go up to one, or... I, I make the statement and nothing happens, we'll say. Because even yeah. with the plus Basically, one, it's yeah. zero die. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, mom is up next. And um, she apparently went to the sink for a specific reason because she now from underneath it pulls out a pistol. Yep. And what you may not be expecting is that she holds it to her own head. Well, hmm. And uh, she's got the crazy eyes going on. <laughs> Rolls loose. Um, yeah, this woman has got the crazy eyes big time. She's holding a pistol to her head. And she says, okay, she says, back away from my son and leave right now, unless you want both these kids to watch their mother blow her own head off. All right. I'm going to call Child Protective Services. <laughs> Is there a guru equivalent of that? I feel like of that would CPS? be the Children of Gaia. No. I think that's us. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, like, specifically my tribe. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Sorry. Um, next up. I think it's mine. Screw deck. Oh, no, wait, Tig, sorry, yeah. 
So Tyg just very slowly raises his hands, just kind of chest level, glances over at C and sees if he can catch his eye. You make a good pint, ma'am. We're going to be going now. Everyone, we're going to be going now. And he just starts slowly moving towards the door. Hmm? <laughs> okay, uh, Grudek, you're up next. Uh, nobody else has had a chance to respond yet other than Tig, right? Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think Grudek will follow suit, um, and will also turn around, raise his hands, uh, and says, "You know, it didn't need to come to this. We'll back off, but just please don't do anything rash." Uh, and he'll move in the direction the tiger is moving. Okay. Can I can I attempt to reason with her, or is that? I mean, can I can I make a roll on that? Um, we probably better let everybody else get in a thing because this is basically more or less simultaneous, and it's just like a few seconds apiece. But then, if things calm out of the combat zone, then we'll be able to do more of like a regular paced conversation, maybe, okay. <laughs> depending on whether triggers are pulled and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so we're starting um, one last, you know, regular paced mm-hmm. round, assuming that things de-escalate for me for this last like, three to five second. So everybody, starting with this one, you get a chance to yeah. any other mm-hmm. moves you want to try. Like. I don't know if I can just tell this because he hasn't gone yet, but does it seem like C is going to say, no, go back to attacking? <laughs> from what I've seen of him so far. It's all pretty, uh, because it's pretty simultaneous. Uh, you can probably, since you're very quick right now, like your wits are super sharp, you can probably get some idea of C's intention. Yeah. No, I was just sort of asking William what yeah, C's um, demeanor might tell me, if anything. Uh C is currently focused on the mother. Okay. Um, um, all of his attention is on her. Okay. So Thistle will just briefly... It would be awesome if I could get a check. Ethan, your mom and your sister are going to need you to be really brave and strong right now. I know this is scary and this isn't how any of us wanted this to go. But I he need you... Ooh, to be here with us and focus. Okay, so try a um, manipulation and empathy difficulty seven. Sure. Uh, and Hamid form doesn't get any zero pluses or minuses to that, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, because I am Hamid, because I don't <laughs> want someone looking up and seeing where. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm so bad at this. Manipulation and empathy, you said? Uh-huh. Difficult. Okay. Seven? Uh-huh. He's a tough self. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Um, 
Uh, hopefully I don't watch. Uh, you still Zero's... have your wound penalties on. Hmm? Oh, I'm not dead currently, so can I remove my yeah. wound penalty? Can be roll since you aren't actually also, dead. Also, make sure make sure you switch your form back because I think you're still in Krynos from the test as well. Oh, right. Thank you. I would like to apologize to all of our listeners as I finagle a character sheet that I'm not very good with. Uh, <laughs> Please stand by. Technical. And yeah. I shouldn't have a negative five to that. Uh, so let's try again. Uh, let's try that again. Abilities and attributes, relation, empathy. Uh, so Shadow's no longer on top of him, right? He's just crouching right next to him. Okay. No, I'm, I'm still on top of him. Oh, okay. He said I haven't turned to move yet. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have any movement, obviously, because that was my action. But like, I am also sort of backing away as much as one can when not taking the movement action. Right. Just sort of leaning out. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think that uh, given the line of sight here, I don't know that the mom has even seen yeah. you at the window yet. <laughs> I, so. I'm moving away. So <coughs> hopefully our little werewolf child doesn't see me as like about to attack yeah, him or yeah. something. And that would two I assume Thistle heard what the mom said. Yeah. Even okay. without a sight. <clears throat> and just so, for your, for your benefit, Michelle, I'm, I'm holding him like you would a child you're holding down with just one hand. He can still move his arms if he needs to. I'm just not letting okay. him up. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm backing away at this time. Okay. Not so, jumping um, off the building, but away. <laughs> with two successes. So he, um, he looks, he actually turns his head away from Shadow to look at Thistle. Um, and just kind of looks at Zer for a minute and just says, I can't give it to you. But he almost sounds apologetic this time. And that's all he does. Now it's C's turn. Um, he's very calmly uh, from his position at the table as like across the room from everything that's happening. Um, just says to the mother this isn't worth that you don't need to do that your children will need their mother in the coming years especially with the changes that they're undergoing <laughs> changes indeed <laughs> all right um the girl stops screaming that's her action She's hearing people talking in, like, normal tones of voice, so she stops screaming long enough to try and listen to what's actually happening. <clears throat> Can I roll, like, um, a manipulation, empathy, or charisma leadership? Or um, I'm trying to decide for this woman. Yeah, um, you know what? Go ahead. Um, do manipulation, empathy, difficulty, eight. Can, can I have – can I do one, too? From, um, from my round talking to her? Yeah. Do I do I get Why that plus both... one mod from Thistle's pack uh, ability? Um, it's a, yeah, de-escalating thing. So yeah, let's go ahead and both of you roll and add an extra die to uh, your manipulation and empathy. Sorry, that was on difficulty. That would have been difficulty six rather than eight, but that's still two successes. Actually, that's three successes if commanding. No, wait, I don't have manipulation specialty. So yeah. 
two successes rather two than two successes three. for each of you. Okay, and that's kind of a cumulative thing too, since you're both focusing yeah. on her. Okay, and and do I get do I get an extra? I, I apologize. I forget how specializations work now. Uh, tens count if you have a specializa- applicable specialization. Any tens, tens count, count as two, two successes instead okay. of just one. Yeah, so, yeah. Doesn't matter yeah, if so, you didn't uh, get any tens. Yeah, I didn't get any tens. Okay, thanks. Okay, cool. She um so the mom makes kind of a disgusted sound and throws the gun down on the floor and says, "It wasn't loaded anyway." Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tyg? Um, I <laughs> feel like I got skipped. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, say, I think uh, Shadow's up next, yeah. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow was after. After the girl. Okay. Um, that's fine. The mother and I go on the same initiative, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's she true. You're first. both tens anyway, so um, mom and you. So, that, fortunately, her action doesn't change mine. I just want to pick him up and pull the phone out of his hand. Okay. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll for that because you're in Krinos form and he's in Hamid form and he's 13. So, like, there's just no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. Very gently, two fingers, but still. Just. Yeah. And just holding and him just, up. He just grits his teeth as you do it. Like, he really wants to just rip you apart, but he's not going to. And and just as I pull it out, I just, you know, again, look him in the eyes. You must learn what fights you can win and what fights you cannot as I pull the phone out and sort of hold it out towards C. And he's just looking at you with absolute hatred. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to pretend in character that I didn't know that that was what you were going to do regardless. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so now it's Tig. Where's the gun? On the ground. She's thrown it on the floor, like right next to her, like at her feet. He's going to go pick up the gun. Okay. And he's going to look her in the eye. He's he's just going to pick up the gun, glance at it for just a moment, and then look her in the eyes. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Okay, and Grudek? You need to get out of here now, everyone. Um, I'm going to take a big old whiff of the apartment again um, and, and try up here to sense Worm one more time. Specifically okay. sniffing at the kid. At okay. Ethan. Um, so make the roll with uh, difficulty... Five. Okay. Two successes. Yeah, um, the kid just reeks of it. Okay. Um, like, there's that, again, that same general thing that you scented as you were coming up the stairs. Like, the whole building is just sort of vaguely tainted. Right. But the kid is seriously just reeks of it. Okay. Um, I, with two successes, I can't get a, a a better grasp of where that smell's coming from. Right? I mean, I mean, I know it's coming from him, but whether he's possessed or whether it's ingrained, he um, no, it's just like he just reeks, basically. Okay. Yeah. 
All right. I think I think for outwardly, then it looks like Gruduk just kind of takes a big old lung full of air and with his hand still up, uh, looks at the mother and with that same little crooked smile, he says, you have a lovely home. Have a good evening and backs outward to the door. Okay. Good. You don't make Shadow rip the kid's guts out. <laughs> no, I was I was well aware. That's a conversation to have on the way home. <laughs> it's like he's worm tainted. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so now we're back to just like a normal um sequence of events. Um so the mom looks at Tig, who I assume is still holding her gun, and she's like, you better give that back to me. It's all I have for protection. It's not loaded, but it scares people off, so you give that back to me. Uh, is it like a, a semi-auto or a revolver or what? I don't know, a revolver, let's say. Okay. Tig will look at it then kind of spin the chambers and if it's if it's not loaded yeah he'll give it back to her yeah it's clearly not loaded <laughs> so she takes it and um just glares at her son and he is staring at a lot of you like he wants to memorize your faces and hunt you down and kill you all <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a bad GM laugh <laughs> I don't I just kind of looks at all of them and just sort of shakes his head and just leaves he's up in the hall hmm? I'm, okay. st- I'm still Given holding the phone like, towards C Given my disposition towards spirit stuff and that's where a lot of my training has been as a theorist is there anything I could roll, anything I might know about, like, what might cause that kind of reaction to a, fuck, what's the phone called? It's a fetish. talisman? Fetish? Yeah. That kind of reaction to a fetish. Um, uh, have this will do a um, um, wits and uh, let's say rituals roll. Um, difficulty six. All right. Um, difficulty of six, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, four successes? Okay. So, Thistle, judging by the way the kid was reacting <clears throat> to this thing, Z can pretty much deduce that this is uh, a rather powerful fetish, that it must do something that is really um, uh, useful to anyone, not just necessarily like its owner. Like it, it, mm. it must be extremely useful to the kid and that he must know that. He must have enough knowledge to understand what it was he had. This was not, he was not just protecting like a smartphone because it was an expensive thing. Like he was guarding it with his life like it was a so treasure. It- my best estimation would be less it would be more he has an intellectual understanding of why what it does and thus wants to protect it than like this fetish's effect on people that aren't its owner is it doesn't let them let go of it or something right it seems okay. it it seems that um you know you can work out that whatever its power is it is not um limited to whoever the fetish was bound to Mm-hmm. And that he has figured that out. 
Okay. Um, but we're not getting like a it's the one ring kind of. <laughs> no, no. Now that he's let go of it, he just seems very resentful and yeah. feeling hatred toward all of you. But it doesn't seem to have any hold on him, as it were, like no sense of a spiritual mm-hmm. bond to it. He just really wanted it. Yeah. Okay. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, then Thistle's going to sort of going off before. Um, your sister's going to need you calm right now. I know you don't like me very much, but she's important. He just and, her and doesn't say anything. Yep. <laughs> and at that point, I'm going to sort of, assuming this is still the same scene, just go back over to the next room and walk through that window. And she faintly hears him yell, uh, I'm sorry, Z faintly hears, hears him yell at Zer, I can do that too, you know. Like, you're not so special. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really need to respond. I might be good at it, but I don't need to. <laughs> exactly. Let the kid have his victory, right? <laughs> yeah, it's- pretty much just been utterly humiliated so So, yeah i'm headed to meet up with the rest of the group but i was just gonna go through the abandoned so you're all basically headed toward the hall at this point and we can i'm still holding the kid up and holding the phone out towards c until c takes it yeah so um c c steps over and takes the phone and pockets it in his jacket um and looks at the mother again you never answered my question Anything saying I have to? No, but perhaps some help could be provided with an answer. Who's helping who here? And why? We all must help each other if we want to get through this life and perhaps find something other than hatred and resentment. Okay, roll manipulation and empathy again, uh, difficulty seven. Steven. Does this still count as, as de-escalation? Uh, yeah. yeah. Sweet. We're trying to be all One success. Okay. She looks at you for a minute, and then she says, You just better hope that you never see any of us again. I do hope that. Well, no, I don't hope that. I would hope to see all of you again as friends, companions, and allies. And she just starts to laugh. And it's like a really freaking creepy laugh, too. <laughs> She's, in fact, she seems to be kind of like possibly evolving into hysterics a little bit. Uh, I, look over at, I look over at Shadow and just give the, the nod of the head to leave <laughs> as I turn and head out. So Good call. I turn the kid and hold him so that he's f- staring me square in the face. Mm-hmm. With utter hatred. That's fine. And I just give him long enough to memorize my face as I shift back into Hamid form. I just continue to stare him in the eyes. And he actually manages to hold your gaze steadily, which, you know, for a kid that age is pretty impressive, given yeah. how terrifying you are. Basically, and he just stares back at you. And basically, 
like subtextually what I'm doing is giving him a place to focus that rage mm-hmm. so that if he decides to come after anybody, it'll be me and not my pack. Nice. Um, you know what? Do um, a manipulation and intimidation roll All right. uh, in Hamid form. Uh, difficulty, I'm going to say six. All right. Let me shift back to Hamid form first. Because uh, he is a, a tough customer, but also, you know, you're you. So you're giving yeah. him what you're giving him what he wants to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Two successes. Okay. So, um, yeah. So he just stares back at you with fires of hatred burning in his eyes, and you can tell he's memorizing yeah. every scar on your face right now. If you ever think this is a fight you can win, I welcome the challenge. And then I turn and walk out. Nice. Um, Grudek, as as Shadow is coming, um, Grudek will uh, sort of help shepherd him out of the out of the room and say, "It's good. Remember, accept an honorable surrender." That that I think that counts. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So you're all um, convening in the hallway there. Tag is leaning up against the uh, the doorway to the adjacent apartment, the one that we went into where Grudek fixed the light bulb and just giving everybody a withering stare as they come out. Okay, so I'm assuming everyone is out on the hall now. There's no one left in the apartment, right? Yeah, just close Okay, the so the mom slams the door behind her and you hear, you know, bolts and locks and stuff and possibly furniture being pushed up against the door. <laughs> Right. Not that that would keep Thistle out, but anyway, uh, yeah. And then he just Thistle sort of gives a heavy sigh. Or if that sort of did Thistle uh, come through the other window and meet everybody in the hall at this point? Yeah. If okay. if there's like withering stares being given, Thistle is now looking at the floor a bit. <laughs> okay. Withering glare, not registering for shadow. <laughs> so we're all still in the hallway, right outside the apartment, right? Yep. And, okay. And, uh, C just kind of adjusts his jacket a bit. All right. Let's make our way back, shall we? Very well. Uh, Are you sure your gobshites don't have any other posture than you want to do before we leave this place? Hmm? Hi. <laughs> Can we please do this later? Yeah, I, I agree. Let's <laughs> let's, do, let's do this in the car. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and Grudek gives gives Tyg sort of a significant look and says, "Let's go right now." Not like a chastising look, but just sort of you know eyebrows waggling. <laughs> right. When he sees that, Tyg relaxes significantly and gives a nod. Sorry, temper gets the best of me in times like this on occasion. I I I think in comparison to everyone in that room, you're fine. Let's go. <laughs> And we are out. <laughs> All right. Once As it- we walk past the other room, um, Grudek will sort of do a pulling gesture, and the the light bulb breaks again. Nice touch. Nice. Um, nice touch. And I just I once again take up defensive position right behind C, so that anything that tries to attack him gets slammed into a wall. I just have this Hulk standing over my shoulder. Basically, yeah. <laughs> So you just make your way down the four or five flights of stairs and uh, back to the the car? 
Yeah, back to the parking complex. And while he's making, while we're while we're making our way, sees kind of pulls the fetish out and just looks it over a bit, trying to see what's so special about it. And it just looks like a regular old phone. Grudek is you, noticeably nervous and keeps trying to hurry people along. I, you, I don't. Give it a couple turns over, puts it back. We may have established this. I mean, every contextual element we have would confirm it. But is there a way to be like, yes, no, this is the fetish we're looking for? Um, not, uh, um, what's the normal humor? Not definitively. Okay. Like, yeah, deductively, um, from, absolutely, certainly, but you can't, from like, From what at I it know, if we, like, of standard procedure or whatever, if we bring it back, they'll able to be able to be like, yes, this is the phone we were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I no, mean, it's... You went to the wrong It's place. got... It's, it's visually distinctive in that you know it's got like you know a certain kind of case on it and you know i mean you like you could tell it from other phones um but it is clearly designed to even to other guru just look like a smartphone okay see is it our responsibility to report that guru back to the sept ah is this after we're in the car or no? This is like, yeah, as we're getting to the car. Are you driving or getting this, in the car? This, this is on the road to the car, I think. Okay. Yeah, like as, Wait, we're, on the, the, as you're walking through yeah, the car. Yeah, as we're walking crush? to the okay. car. Just yeah. trying to get a feel for it. Yeah. Uh, I think they definitely need to know about their existence. Oh, they're going to need to know. <laughs> Ty just sort of puts a hand on Grudek's shoulder and is like, I no, there's there's enough in that apartment that bears repeating. You Just all see did. the maw in that bastard. You all did very well. Each of you. Uh, I'm obviously in no position to really judge from any position of authority, but I think that went as well as it could have. Ah, you did fine taking point, lad. Gridek nods in agreement and says, "Right, uh, no, I, you, I think you're in a perfect position to to pass out, and if we can return it, I think everyone did did a wonderful job. All things considered, not something any of us could have planned for." Um, a few more comments, perhaps once we're underway. Well, as as he's as he's opening up the door to the to the vehicle, let's get underway. Let everyone so on pile the road and, and then get in the passenger seat, crank the seat back. <laughs> <laughs> as before, it's like about an hour's drive. So at this point, it's probably around midnight or so. Um, that was a pretty quick. I mean, you found the guy right away. It was like an hour drive. You left it around nine. Um, so, so it's, it's like midnight ish. It's going to be midnight or so when you when you get back. Yeah. I'm going to well on our way back. I'm going to make sure Shadow is buckled in. And- <laughs> And restrained, and that the doors are locked. I'm also um, not. I'm not visibly shaking with rage anymore either. No, that's so. not. Well, you're not now. But before I say <laughs> the last thing I'm about to say, I want to make sure that you have straps on that you're not particularly comfortable with yet, and a door that's locked. Um, as we pull out, child of safety park. locks. Yeah, exactly. they're for werewolves too. Is the window down? Um, Grudek, Grudek will say no. So I wanted to wait until we were far enough away because I don't think we're in a position to decide to act. 
at, at this point, given the fact that there were other others in the apartment. We weren't certain of the mother's status. I think she probably was Garu as well. But I'm fairly certain that child, possibly unknown, but I'm fairly certain that child was Black Spiral Dancer and completely certain it was Worm Touched. What's the tensile mm. strength of a door? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. <laughs> this... It's just like a crunching sound as my hand clenches on the door frame. Shadow, don't break the door. <laughs> it's just like, like C is going to be saying that a lot. In this yeah, <laughs> it's just an inhale of breath from C. <sighs> no, we definitely couldn't have acted on that with civilians in the area. The whole the whole building had had a vague worm sense but definitely that room and you saw the, the the shape of the child at first i thought perhaps perhaps was was simply metis but the the amount of deformities present in in, in the crinos form and the glowing green eyes don't forget the glowing green eyes yeah. and the glowing <laughs> green eyes <laughs> i know watch yourself that's a fee and a thing Right, but in combination with the mouth like a pit bull shark and <laughs> veiny bat ears. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm arguing with your 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 diagnosis. Just, just as a recap, yeah, it had patchy greenish white fur and glowing green eyes, big mm. giant veiny bat ears, and mouth just crammed so full of teeth it couldn't even close. I'm not. I'm not arguing with your diagnosis there, Grudek. It's just he he had fewer tentacles than the stories would have given me to believe. <laughs> Other than that, there's a bit of a bit of a concern if we've got dancers wandering around San Francisco, I suppose. I think I... he may simply be touched. If he was truly one of the dancers, I feel like there would be more. And well, if there are more sirs and his mother was Garou, she would have shifted too, would she not? She wouldn't have just been waving around a unloaded weapon. I... Possibly, but if they are dancers, we don't know what the long game is. So, didn't you mention that the um, uh, bone nars don't? go to that area much? Is there... I don't know. They may not have been the only ones there. Um, Krudek nods at Sir and says that it's... At first, I was only aware of the fact that uh, it, it, it wasn't a, an area frequented by my tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be lots of reasons. can yeah. be um, unhospitable to, uh, to bone owners, not an uncommon occurrence. But certainly now I have very specific questions to ask some of my good new friends in the city. I, I'm not making any judgment. I was just asking if... Cause or effect, however it may be, those things seem like they could potentially be related. At least enough that it's worth bringing up. 
Uh, it looks like we'll be having some people to talk to once we get back to the cairn. <sighs> well, good news. At least we got the phone. Should we try to charge it, you think? See if we get confirmation or just leave it as is until we get back? I would hope that we're, we'll be able to confirm with someone there who's got a full visual description, um, at least with... Insert Russian person Thistle saw 30 minutes Cher? ago here. Cher. Cher. With Cher. Um, in addition... Yeah, it's definitely worth bringing up... Mm-hmm. Again, cause and effect, however it is, if, everything we learned. If the child was worm-tainted, why would he risk discovery by stealing from a guru? You haven't met many 13-year-olds, have you? <laughs> Not a bad question, though. I mean, Most with- 13-year-olds from my pack at home were wizened and ancient wolves. <laughs> uh, so... Hamid's age... Um, what's the lupus equivalent of 13? Like, uh, eight-year-olds, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> One who's just coming into adolescence. Uh, early maturing. Not quite a pup anymore, but still pretty pup-ish. That one was certainly a pup. That's the age range we're dealing with, and the complexities of human social structure enforcing different norms mm. as well. Are Hamid pups prone to rash misjudgments of action? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Critic is just nodding. I understand. <laughs> also... As are many Hamid adults, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> um, b- before I say this in character, I just want to confirm. 13 is also young, if he were a Hamid, right? For him to have had his first change? I think, actually, the first, change, really, comes no. ar- oh, yeah, okay. the first change comes around adolescence. Yeah, you guys were all pretty late, actually, most okay. of you. Late bloomers, um, team! Yep. It's usually <laughs> around 13 or so. 12, okay. 13. Yeah, because that, that's when that's when the hormones start driving you, and that's the perfect time for rage to set in. <laughs> yes. But Shadow does bring up a decent uh, decent line of inquiry there, I'd say. It does it's, not... Sorry. Yeah. If, if you've got a... <clears throat> well, there's few individuals that are as widely reviled amongst the Guru as the, the Black Spirals are. And if you've started your first forays into the life of a werewolf. Seems that ripping off a magic phone from one of the uh, folks that are sworn to hunt you down and rip you to pieces, not the most intelligent or uh, circumspect idea. Well, even for even for a dumbass yeah. kid. No, I just. I, I mean, this is not something I was taught much about would he automatically know that we're sworn to hunt him down and kill him? I feel like that's the sort of thing that's probably uh, pretty clearly educated into him, even from from young age. Her mom did not seem like the type to explain basic, like, 
rules of the world to people, but if you'd if, know better than me. If he were a dancer, at least. If not simply worm-tainted. Well, also, not, not all dancers are born in hives. I think it's rare, but not, not unheard of that there could be dancer kinfolk Hmm. Or even just a lost cub. So we're thinking the poor wee bastard's off on his own, trying to figure this all out for himself. Well, or at least he may not even be a dancer. Whatever the mother rather... was, she seemed not to be. <clears throat> uh, she wasn't surprised at all. And... There were multiple crinos in that room, not just her <laughs> cub. But there was madness in her eyes. And yeah. she, she reacted very specifically to the implication that we might be compatriots. I suspect the child might not be a dancer, but rather the cub of a dancer. Well, <clears throat> all this is fascinating, but I'm reckoning we better get back to the cairn and talk to somebody with a bit more education and knowledge on this before we go drive ourselves mad. Hmm? Always a very good suggestion. Well, we've, um, got about, we've got about 20 more minutes of driving. Also, <laughs> completely out of character, I, I think I had my Mic muted. Was I coming in very quietly for a while? A little bit uh, quieter. A okay. little bit, but we could still hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the I found out the other night that my um the hardware mute on the mic does not work particularly well, which was a little <laughs> bit mortifying. So. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything that else that you guys want to say amongst yourselves before you're uh, in earshot of your elders I, and whatnot, or are I, you? I lift my hand off the door where there's now fingerprints. <laughs> go, or like like, f- sorry, see. <laughs> Grudek is um, now going to unwrap and eat the protein bar that was given to him earlier. Yeah. Just try not to break the door as a whole. I try to roll the window back up and see if it works. <laughs> I, this this car is probably new enough; it's electric, so he, he tests the window himself. <laughs> any other uh, any other points anybody wants to make uh, before you're overheard? How? Okay, I know we're all fairly new at this, but how? How would we rate us? Because we're getting a grade <laughs> on a group project. Well, what you know is that you were told to find and retrieve the stolen fetish, and you did exactly that. So there's almost no way that you could not be told that you passed this assignment. You did exactly what you were asked to do. So Yeah, it felt, it felt a little pass-fail when, uh, when they announced it for us. Yeah, it was like, bring this Thistle thing back. This will still and- air this to the group. Uh, well, see, see, while he's driving, we'll speak up. Um, we accomplished our task. We did it in, I would, I would say, stellar time, and did not seem to attract much uh, attention from normal humans. We certainly weren't normal humans. We preserved the veil. We preserved the litany as a whole. I didn't see anyone eat human flesh. Uh, we accepted honorable surrender. Uh, I think we're good. The only particular chance of a mark of disdain would be that we let a worm-touched guru live. But without knowledge of what else was in the area, it seems a wise course of action regardless. 
we are still combating the worm where it dwells and where it breeds by reporting this. We are also following the tenet of not lifting the veil by not engaging in combat immediately. And this Taig said, wiser minds than ours dwell in the cairn, will likely be more familiar with the city. Perhaps this was already known. Plus, you've sort of narrowed it down to two options here. Either he is a solo little bastard who's trying to figure it out on his own, in which case we know where he lives at least. Or, if there's more of them in the area, well, might be able to track the the little fella to, to where else they're, they're living. I fear for his sister. She is likely in the next few years going to be coming into her own first changes. I fear for his for the sister either way, given the, the, their apparent caretaker. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, that one would not have made a good wolf mother. <laughs> no, not the worst mom I've run into, but definitely not on the stable and supportive side. Uh, okay, so on that vein... And... This one said kind of looking at Tig, but not, not too accusatory. Complaints, concerns, things that people hope we do differently in the future. If <laughs> Assuming that this is good enough to pass for the time being. Yeah, that's always a question that doesn't get answers. Okay. Well... But but one of us was giving the other stink eye as we walked out of the apartment. <laughs> I wasn't so, gonna say it like that. But. No, Tig is sitting there and he's he's obviously contemplating the next thing he's going to say. And so uh, C gives him a couple of seconds, uh, and after a bit, if does he speak up? Yeah. Okay. It's difficult to work together, especially when you don't have much time to prepare. And I'd say if a decision's to be made or a signal's to be followed might save the might save the conference in for either before or after but not during the middle of? When we run, we run. When we hunt, we hunt. When we kill, we kill. But if we're running, that's not the time to stop and talk. Anywho. That's all the pens I have to offer for the fund. If we refuse to speak, then we become as... Well, Guru have have a long and bloody history that I think we do best not to continuously repeat. Of acting only on instinct with no rationale. If there's fault to be had for misinterpreting what was the course of action, I'm willing to take that. I definitely wasn't quite sure. 
Grudak holds up a hand and, and, and turns to Zer immediately and says, no, 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 you you were fine. You yeah. kept a perfect view of the situation. Tide you, I, perha- perhaps among all of us, uh, were, were best suited covering the exit and did not engage. Um, I, I, I appreciate the willingness to step up, but uh, none of us, I think, need to fall on a glaive right now. Nah. <clears throat> eh, it'll be fine. But it's always better to say that stuff and not let it stew. <laughs> or usually better. All things considered, we've got our fetish. We've all got ten fingers, ten toes. Not a significant amount of collateral damage left behind. I'd say uh, we can walk in uh, with our ears held high. All right. So on that note, um, you eventually make your way back to the park, which um, Cher is actually there waiting to let you guys back in because, you know, it's closed to regular people. So she... Um, you know, quietly shows you the way through the mm-hmm. security protocols and leads you back up the trail, the long walk back up <clears throat> over the boulders into it, the Cairn grounds. Can we quickly seeing. confirm with her that it's oh, the phone? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the right case, essentially. Yeah. yeah. See, do you want to see if she recognizes the phone? Uh, yes. And I just kind of pull it out of the jacket and then pull it, show it to her. And she gives you a big gap tooth grin and says, Da! Da! Molodietz! Thank nice. you. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, and, uh, I was going to say, uh, he, uh, Tig just kind of glances back and forth like he's trying to remember something. Uh, fucking, what, uh, Spasibo sister. <laughs> and she just cracks up. Uh, right, and then just gives the most elaborate shrug that he can manage, <laughs> <laughs> and she just cracks up and leads you guys to the uh, to the cairn, and over the boulders, up the stream to where Bridge Runner is sitting, right in that middle of that circle of of redwoods. And by the way, I have added a sort of a general clumsy sketch of the cairn grounds to your journals if you want to take a look at that. Great. Um, where it says Western Eye Cairn, that's what you're dealing with, basically. Okay. It's even got Thank a little you. scale and cardinal directions and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so you just follow the little stream up to the Redwood Circle, and Bridge Runner appears to have dozed off. <laughs> <laughs> but he quickly snaps to attention when he hears your approach. He's in Hamid form, as usual. And he kind of smooths out his salt and pepper hair and gets to his feet. How are you then, Dado? Well, y'all are back quick. Uh, I, I'm guessing either things went real well or real bad. See, yeah, those, those are the two options, and I'd say both. C uh, <laughs> just kind of pulls hit the phone out of his jacket and extends it. Well, I'll be damned. He takes the phone and looks at it. Yep. That's one, all right. He um, pockets it. We've got a bit of a report to make as well. Well, I imagine you do. 
Tag sort of shoves Grudek forward a little bit. Um, <laughs> Grudek will step forward um, and say, uh, "We had a little, little bit of a of a surprise on the way. Kid sleeping okay, by the way. Everyone all right? Still down? Oh yeah, everything's good. Oh good, oh good. Uh, so speaking of children, uh, the one that had taken the phone." Uh, was Garou? Uh, <clears throat> yes, that's how we <laughs> responded to. Um, and his and, and, his utter shock is very clear. Like this was obviously not a setup of any kind. He looks floored. Um, and and says something that uh, that uh, will will almost certainly need to come to to the attention. Of of the cairn in general, I I leave it to your wisdom, and he'll bow a little bit. Leave it to your wisdom whether to arouse them at this hour, uh, or whether it should wait until the morning. But uh, I would would stake my honor on on the fact that the child was also warm touched. He assumed Krynos form, uh, and was incredibly incredibly deformed. Um, and and simply smelled of the worm taint. We could not engage in full combat without breaking the veil, but we knew this should be reported. There, there was wait, 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 uh, wait, in- wait! Back up here, y'all. You're saying that a worm-touched Garou changed into Krynos form right in front of all of y'all, uh, and this did not end with anyone being killed. No, there was there was a small child present. We we thought it most prudent to dissolve the situation, calm it down, and come back and report in for further guidance. No, I, I ain't questioning y'all's call on this because you were specifically told not to break the veil, and there were unidentified people in the room and and all that, but. A guru changing into Krinos form ain't inviting y'all for a cup of tea. What my question is, is how the hell did you stop him from trying to rip your guts out? He was... I knocked him down. He was a pup. Not strong enough to fight. I put him on his axe. I mean, his mom threatening to blow out her own brains probably didn't... uh, I don't know if... I don't know if he would be conscious enough for that monster or whatever, but, like, probably misdirected his attention away from us a little bit. Perhaps a, perhaps a single source of report would help make this a little more clear. Right. Sorry. It's fine. It's There's no need to hang your head. Um, the... Uh, the situation escalated quickly and was de-escalated just as quickly by a combination of the strength of our companions and some very carefully placed words. Interesting. We, we could not engage in lethal force without very obviously breaking the veil, as there were those we believe not to be Guru within the apartment complex as well. All right, all right. Um... Very interesting. So, so that guru just let y'all walk out of there, huh? 
I think he understood that he didn't exactly have a chance of stopping the entire group of us. He shifted Turns out back. that uh, Shadow and Krynos farm can be very compelling. Hmm? <laughs> Thistle. Uh, no, I was just thinking that Tig, when he was on you, didn't he shift back to try and run the other way? Oh, yeah, no, he, uh, he was in Krynos there for a bit. I knocked mm. him on his arse. Then he went back to a smaller form, probably trying to dodge under me and uh, made for the window. He, he looked like he wanted to get out of there more than he wanted to murder anybody. I mean, get at least of, at first. Think, it seemed like his priority, at least from what I could... It seemed like his priority was to keep the fetish um, almost at the expense of anything else. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I mean... What a stroke of luck for him to happen to. I don't think this was luck. Could could we impose upon you, perhaps, given this additional information, uh, to tell us the nature of the fetish at this point? It might <sighs> instruct our education and our ability to further right. understand the events. Well. That's not my call, but I will talk it over with the elders. Um, I'll I'll let uh, them decide how much it's appropriate for me to tell you. I mean, if it were up to me, I would tell you everything. And uh, frankly, I'm impressed as hell that you managed to defuse this situation. I would not have thought that possible from what you're telling me, especially if this is uh, a fairly young Guru, they're not known for their um, restraint, so y'all must have had a pretty compelling combination of things to keep him under control, and um, that is pretty damned impressive in in my book, but yeah. I just goes like Vanna White at Shadow. (laughs) On that topic, it may be also worth them knowing that it seemed like he knew what the fetish did, or had some sort of other compulsion or instruction that interesting. So you're thinking that it was, it was beyond just an expensive smartphone. It seemed in, it seemed a personal, like he, I don't know if he expected to be able to use it necessarily, but was Hmm. compelled in some way by its function, not just by its shiny. He said he could not give it to us. Interesting. So this is looking more and more like this wasn't some random purse snatching. He sounds to me like he was after that thing. He knew what he was getting. And his mother was completely unaffected by his transformation and that of Shadow. And... So kinfolk at the very least. Young, his younger right. sister is nearing the age of first change if she is also Guru. She seems surprised, but... It's real it's unlikely for more than one... It's, it's real unlikely for more than one child in a family to be Guru, but, uh, I mean, it happens. March Lyons got, like, four Guru kids, but that's a whole other story. Um, he's yeah. also got a lot of kids who ain't Guru, but, uh, yeah... All right. Um, well, like I say, it's not my call, but um, there's also another part to y'all's rite of passage. As far as I'm um, concerned, you passed this part with flying colors, but uh, there's another part. If y'all need to rest first, you can do that. But um, I'm 
I can also just let you know what you're up for next if you want to hear it. Or if you just want to decompress, I understand completely. Is that John raising a hand or Shadow? Shadow. Okay. Uh, Thistle will look over. Uh, Shadow, was there something that we... Yes. If you send anyone to investigate, the mother had madness in her eyes. There is something not right with that entire complex. Hmm. Thank you. Um, we'll look into that, too. We don't know much about that part of town. It's not really our stomping grounds, so, um... It smells. Probably some Pentex-owned building, or probably some nefarious shit going on there we'll have to look into so thanks for that that intel that's useful what is pentex ah pentex yeah um you would know about that not being human and all but uh yeah it's basically a. you know what a business is right you know that sells things and like well, the place i got my pants Right. So picture a store like that, but then there's people that own that store and lots of other stores and companies that make stuff and various industries. And then there's one big company that owns hundreds, hundreds of little companies. That's Pentex. It's a big company and every single member of the board is either a goddamn FOMOR or uh, just worm tainted as hell. Um, and they give us trouble all the time. But uh, that's not Y'all's problem to worry about right now. Sort of looks around. <laughs> Is the Sept a company? No. No, <laughs> we are not. Uh, we, we own nothing. We don't even claim to own this land. We just live off it. All right. Um, Kudak gets excited and he's like, but that was almost a metaphor, Shadow. That's very good. We'll talk more <laughs> about metaphor. For right now, it's like one thought with another thought's pants I, on. I have never <laughs> met a four. What is a four? All right, y'all want to hear about the next part of this, or do you want to call it quits for the night? I am prepared uh, for my next task. Grudek looks around and says, depending on next task, we may wish to, to get at least a little rest, probably some food, but for right. right now, I, I certainly would like to at least hear what's next for us. Yes, I think we should hear before deciding whether to rest or not. Well, this is the last part of it, and this is something that every pack has to do um, is basically you're going to need to track down a totem spirit and convince it to bond itself to your pack because every pack has a totem spirit and that spirit kind of helps define who you are as a pack and what your strengths are, what your purpose is. Uh, now, if you can't find a spirit and convince it to serve as your pack totem, that's generally a sign that the pack is not meant to be. So, Pretty much every rite of passage uh, incorporates this part. Um, here at the Western Eye, we, we respect spirits greatly. We're very peaceful with them, so there will be no coercion or violence involved, just tracking and communication. Um, so I'm going to do a quick report to the elders. Uh, then I'm going to step sideways, and I'm going to just prepare the way for y'all, make sure there's no surprises lurking in the umbra beyond what you'd be expected to deal with in this kind of a quest. Um, and while I'm gone, y'all should maybe discuss among yourselves, first of all, if you want to proceed right now. Uh, second of all, um, maybe talk a little bit about 
what sort of things you might be looking for in a totem, uh, like what sort of powers are important to you to tap into, what what you're willing to do to serve a spirit, because they all ask different stuff. Are there things that you ain't willing to do under any circumstances? Um, oh, won't, will won't list. I know what that is. I can do that. <laughs> and, uh, right. And if there are any particular spirits that you already are familiar with by hearsay or whatever, um, and you've just been dying to get to know, that's another thing you can talk about. Although, Thistle, I'm afraid your dad's little friend is, is out of the running. No, I, I kind of figured that wasn't going to be... <laughs> Bit of a conflict Parent of number interest. four was not on the table. Yeah, um, kind, of, kind of a conflict of interest there. Because uh, it'll be something that's shared by all of you equally. Um, but yeah, uh, talk it over, and when I get back, let me know what you're thinking. And uh, I'll advise you on maybe what sort of spirit you might want to look for and how you might track that type of spirit down. So uh, I'll be back in a jiffy. I'll just make yourselves comfortable, all right? Thanks. Um, Grudek looks around at the others and says, um, everyone hungry? I go get Pachki. I brought it back yesterday. Still very fresh. I'll be right back. And he sort of um, rushes off. Tig, I know you're... Uh, Jet lagged might be the equivalent term. The moon lag, bridge lag. <laughs> I like moon lagged. Moon lagged works. Hmm. Okay, I know you're potentially moon lagged. Are you good, or do you need to stop for the night? <coughs> well, honestly, there's a bit of the bit of the impetus to just get this over with. We can move. Yeah. Okay. If we are if we are I going just, to step sideways, wanna, go on. I don't want to drag anyone past their limits when we don't need to. If we are going to step sideways, I'll need to retrieve something from my vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right then, Grudek is back. He's bearing a box uh, filled with yeast, jam-filled pastries, um, and. Uh, sort of juggling two pitchers. And he said, I wasn't sure if we were going to continue on tonight or go to bed, so I brought water and coffee. Also Pachki. <laughs> um, and he sits down and starts handing them out. By the way... It's never too late for coffee. What by the way, William, Pachki? if you do go... If you do go back to your car and back, that's like another two hours because it takes like about an hour to walk up the trail. It's about midnight right now, so if you walk back to your car and then back It'll here, be 2 a.m., yeah. Yeah, so... What do you need from your car, C? Um, my implement of protection. I am... I lived long enough in Hamid form that I'm still not quite familiar with claws, but I am a hand with a blade. I, and I thought, uh, thought Bridgerunner just said there'd be no violence involved. Not with the spirit, but there may be dangers in the Umbra itself. I just reach out... They might be. ...and put a hand on C's shoulder... I am your shield. When we encounter danger, I will protect you. I appreciate that, but I'd rather not be mostly defenseless myself. This one's coming in quite a dab hand with the metaphors there, Grudek. Hmm? <laughs> and, and I will say also, John reached his hand over out of camera. Will, just as your dog sort of reached up behind your chair for a second. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? <laughs> I am that good. I think Wolf has a psychic connection to the stream. We need to be concerned now. <laughs> I am just that good. <laughs> uh, all right, so is he going to his car and back or no? 
Um, I think I will go retrieve it now, and when I'll I'll and we can decide whether you want to rest or not. So I'll be back in a couple of hours. Just the amount of time it takes to get to the car and back. Hmm. All right. Why don't Why don't the rest of you sleep? Uh, see if you want some company. I'll come with you. Certainly. Okay, so C and Grudek are going to go down to C's car, and the rest of you are going to... Nap for a uh, few hours. Yeah, take a nap. I'm sure like. it's fine, but we did just piss off a child of anger and death and tentacles, so be careful. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, Grudek's not going to say that, but that's why he's going. Did you, leave, did you leave the pitcher of coffee on the ground? Or on yeah, the they're, both, they're both there. Uh, if I see coffee. Shadow looking at it, I, I will show you. It is excellent. I'm like sort of sniffing over at it. Um, this old pours herself a cup. Um, and Shadow, do you want some? It smells interesting. Okay. I'm going to pour you a small bit. It's bitter. It's not... It is food. It's just a bitter... Here and just has a like shot glass amount of coffee. Hmm. Molto bene. <laughs> he does speak Italian. Too. I know he speaks Italian. <laughs> oh. Uh, careful not to drink too much. It can make you. I think oh, restless is the it's word. It's caffeine, so it makes you stay awake. He sort of holds the shadow. He sort of holds the glass back out. Yeah, I, I, especially because it's his moon cycle thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this will pour him a cup. Okay. Um, so, how many cups will you let him get away with before you stop? <laughs> One, and then we're going to switch to water. Okay. <laughs> So before C gets back, uh, Bridge Runner pops into existence out of seemingly nowhere, right in front of you guys, and um, one of Shadow's legs is bouncing, and he doesn't know why. <laughs> it's the first time he's ever had caffeine, <laughs> and he looks somewhat dazed, um, but he quickly scans the the little clearing there and. And says, uh, uh, "Where, okay? where are C and Grudek?" Uh, they decided to go off. Um, okay, okay. So C <laughs> had to retrieve an item from his car. Okay, okay. Uh, y'all, let me know just as soon as he gets back. All right. Um, we're gonna have to do this just as soon as we can. All right. Okay. Everything's fine. No, no danger. It's just. <laughs> A bit more of a time pressure than I... Can I insight check that little bit? Uh, yeah, what are you trying I to... I don't know about? what the insight role empathy. is. Wits and empathy, usually. Oh, I'm good at both of those things. Can I do that? And at what difficulty? Uh, difficulty six is fine. What are you trying to suss out exactly? Someone said there's no danger, there's just a time crunch, and I want to know what that meant in this context. Okay. Um, 
two, two successes. successes. Okay. So this you is definitely not- get the sense that you're not in any danger. Uh, he looks dazed, but in the sense of just like, holy crap, like he's just spoken to the president or something. Like, you know, like oh. he looks kind of overwhelmed and like things are a bigger deal than not I thought. Like- there's no danger as long as you get back within three hours. Otherwise, no. the death plagues are no, coming. It's like no danger, but uh, yeah, I hate those just, things. It's like no danger, but just like a sense of nervousness in the sense of like if if you were about to give a speech or something, he just yeah. looks like okay. Oh boy, we better. Yeah, we better be serious That's about this. Now. Okay. Would you like me to go find them and hurry them along? Uh, let's keep everybody yeah, together. Yeah, I think. Splitting up into more is probably not a great idea. Yeah, I didn't not send the, the... To... Go ahead. Nothing. I just... Um... That's all right. It'll be all right. We just should probably... I was more like... I wanted to have some kind of conversation about plans and capabilities but if we're on a time crunch well y'all can y'all can talk about that while you wait for the other two but i'm just saying yeah, that once they're thought. back yeah uh we should probably get moving so um mm-hmm. i guess you'll have to have a conversation without the two of them but is tig still asleep you're muted, you're muted jack no he's awake mm-hmm. okay would, would Thistle text see? I mean, they exchanged numbers when we broke into the apartment. I assume that my phone does not work here. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's yeah, in um, yeah, like, your woods, no phones work at all. Like no cell service. We we established the no cell service thing. That's not like so. Thistle is not trying at this time because yeah, yeah, it's more sense. confusing to get a text like three days later saying <laughs> two, at. Two, because then, like, yeah. So, yeah. not currently. Uh, right. But, yeah, no. It's, planning what we'd be interested in or what we're looking for is probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I at least wanted to talk a little bit with those of you who are here about... Um, some of it is a little hard to explain and will be very obvious once we get there. But just, like what our capabilities are in terms of stepping sideways and in terms of once we have stepped sideways. Well, we need to chase down spirit and uh, figure out what sort of things it can offer and what sort of things it's going to ask for in exchange. I can talk to spirits and stuff, so that's less of a a concern for negotiation. But, like... I, I don't know if there's anything C was putting it as like knowing our strengths and weaknesses so that we do team stuff and the person who can lead in any given situation does as much as is useful. Um, so I just sort of, I can talk to spirits. I'm sort of inclined towards them or they're inclined towards me. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, I just wanted to sort of understand what, if anything, other people have that might be important to know about. Well, I mean, you have like a 
a feed book on the, the various spirits you might find on the other side. Like catching a snake like and or or you catching a, a rabbit like and then this is the sort of things they can do. Uh I'm assuming that I have some of that information in character. You might know um, a little bit about, you might have heard some about different types of spirits, and you might know, yeah. Bridge Runner might have told you, like, what some of the other packs, what their totems are, and uh, what they do and stuff, and you can always, like, if there's a specific spirit that you want to find out whether Thistle knows what that spirit can do, you can always make a roll, um, and... I believe that would be um, uh, a rituals, um, like in, uh, intelligence and rituals, because it's what has he learned. Uh, and then rituals has to do with all that stuff. A cult is more like just rumors like tabloid stuff. It's not like real yeah. actual knowledge. So I think rituals would be the appropriate role there um, as far as what would you know about what different spirits require of their children, um, et cetera. Well, Another thing I kind of, I, I have some of that. Uh, another thing I also kind of was hoping to do with the entire group is uh, want, will, won't list red, green, red, yellow, greens. Mm. I am familiar with wolf spirits. That is basically it. I know no others. Well, I mean, are we looking for something that'll help us being better fighters? Are we looking for something that'll make us, uh, give us more information if we need to solve or ask questions? Are we looking for something that's just kind of a mixed bag? Or I feel like a spirit's task is to bolster our weaknesses. So what do we have in common in that area? For me, I can tell knowledge. You. Well, it... Hmm. We're... It seems like we tend towards balance, but... I don't know if I'd have to make a roll to know exactly this, but... Communication might be valuable. A spirit that can help us communicate and share what we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some form of mediator. What spirit behaves as such? Um, Yeah, okay. Um, Thistle, do a... um, Intelligence and rituals roll difficulty seven. I'm assuming this is not pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Maybe if I had grown up here, but no, it's not pop. Oh, sorry, wrong difficulty. Um, so that would be two successes. Okay. Um so this may be actually where Thistle's knowledge actually exceeds mine somewhat. Um, 
because I hadn't yeah. actually categorized All I know in my is that way. when I was reading through the totems thing in the perks, there was one, there was something that said, if you have this many points, you can get a telepathic bond thing. Right, right. And that's um, what Thistle is sort of hoping yeah. for getting at. I just don't okay. know what spirit. So Thistle, Thistle would know um, that if you... Uh, you, you know, if you give enough of your time and your devotion and your essence to a spirit, it can learn how to contact you anytime, anywhere, and facilitate communication between you, even at long distances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Z would know that any spirit could do that. And Z might also have a, a list of like, and I don't actually know uh, specific names, but Thistle would be able to list like three different spirits that... Um, are known for giving their children uh, like a bit of an extra bit of charisma, a bit of, you know, things that help them communicate better with with other people. And so for now, we can just like fill in Thistle names, yeah. three different spirits. And, and Thistle then if that will becomes say, relevant, and Thistle will say, and we'll edit this We'll edit this based on someone going, here's the werewolf lore. <laughs> Hummingbirds, right. dolphins, that sort of thing might be inclined towards communication. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if, it, be- if it becomes are, relevant later, okay. if it becomes relevant later, I can always come back and say, oh, and that's one of the things Thistle named. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, right. But just, that's helpful for I assume with two successful thistle, like you said, knows that most spirits can offer that if at a certain level. Um, So yeah, a spirit that might be inclined towards helping us communicate uh, is something that appeals to me. Damn it. I wish we had everyone here, but, uh, Hmm. Hmm. Well, if they've got a bit uh, delayed on the path, well, I guess we'll just have to make it up as we go along. A totem that tends towards respect or wisdom. Would that be in line with your thinking, Thistle? Yeah, that that probably makes sense. Mm. Uh, all right, so um, since it's about a quarter till, um, let's take like a 15-minute break, and then when we come back, we will embark on our little spirit journey, all right? right. We'll cool. be back in a couple minutes, and we're back. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to West Rising. Um, as C and Grudek return to the cairn after having made a brief detour to fetch C's sword, just in and case. also his journal. And his, his journal. Best friends now. Best friends. I'm sure they've got a lot to talk about on the way, spirit stuff. Um, so the three, uh, Grudek and C, have been discussing spirits, and Shadow and Tyg and Thistle have been having their own little discussion about spirits in the intervening time. And maybe a nap in there, a little power nap. And uh, once all five of them are reassembled at the Redwood Circle in the center of the cairn, Bridge Runner, the Den Father, uh, returns, looking 
a little out of sorts, but not really in a bad way. Looks like he's preparing for an exam. Um, and he says, all right, y'all. So uh, we have a bit of a situation. Um, I know I told you all that you were going to be going on a spirit hunt, but it looks like the totem spirits have been hunting you tonight. Uh, <clears throat> there are five of them. There are five of them waiting for you right now in the umbra, just, just hanging out. Um, and they all want you there. Um, there was a bit of a scuffle to start with, but Aeolus intervened. Uh, y'all know Aeolus, right? Fog. He's our, uh, sept totem spirit. Mm. Um, but y'all can only have one totem spirit. Mm -hmm. See? So, uh, they have been spending the time, the, the, the time, uh, in between kind of, bickering about which of them got to serve you and Aeolus intervened and said that he's going to arbitrate and you know he he likes riddles and secrets and stuff so he has set up this whole set of rules uh, a game of sorts that um, will decide which of these spirits gets to be y'all's uh, totem so here are the rules of this game. You got to stay inside the circle of trees and the umbra. You cannot leave it and the spirits stay outside. Uh, you won't be able to see them too clearly, but you can ask them things. And, and basically it, it goes like this. You may ask them each three questions. <clears throat> they do not have to be yes or no questions. You can ask them open-ended questions like what's your favorite color or whatever. Um, but the one of the answers of the three is going to be a lie. That's uh, how that goes. The spirits do not know the answers to the other spirits' questions, so they won't know which of the other spirits' answers is a lie. They have no knowledge of the others, um, only their own. Uh, once you have spoken to all five spirits and asked them, the three questions y'all want to ask and and made note of their answers, uh, then you can confer with each other and y'all are going to vote on uh, which spirit you want. And um, the spirits are going to be paying attention to how quickly y'all can be unanimous. Like, this is not a majority vote here. Y'all got to all pick the same one. Any questions? Um, yeah, kind of, maybe. Uh, you said we ask three questions to each do we one are they the same questions for each or no two um so like do we ask one question get one answer ask one question get one answer or ask three questions get three answers you it'll be question answer question answer qu uh question answer was that three uh um i okay so it's it's we ask them a question and then we get an answer. And then the next question we ask, having heard the first answer. That is correct. Yes. Okay. That's um, what I was trying to. Now, as far that. as whether you ask the same ones or different ones, that's entirely up to y'all. Okay. And there's no do rules we, about the kind of questions you can ask. Do we um, each get three questions it, or just a pack as a whole? That's also up to you. If y'all want to take turns, one ask each spirit. If you want to appoint one of you to ask all of them, um, that's up to you. That is, is not in the rules. Assumed, 
is it assumed basically by the nature of this taking place that we are qualified for all of the spirits? Like, it would seem so. They're okay. They are so it's not going to, to be like, a, oh, you yeah. picked the spirit that only takes women, and um, <laughs> right? No, nothing like that. Lose. They all they okay. all want you. They all want you, but they can't all have you. So yeah. All right. Just I feel like that would have been an important question if it wasn't the case. For Thanks. the record. Neither in my memory nor anything that I have ever read, any legend. It was the first thing I could think of that we aren't. Right. Um, No, no, no. Uh, What I'm about to say here is that in all of my memory or any legend I have ever read, I have never heard of this happening before. I have never heard of totem spirits competing for a pack. And I have heard quite a few stories. I I live with March Lyons, so, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of stories. Um. And I have never heard of this happening before, so I'm a little off balance right now. This is this is new territory for me. Oh, but you and me both, Dado. Hmm. <laughs> those are the those are the rules. Uh, any other questions about the rules before we hop over? I'm going to stay with y'all, but I'm going to try not to interfere unless you just need my help. But and Tig is just kind of rolling over all this information in his head and desperately trying to figure out how to f- uh, see best Rudick. play this game. <laughs> I know you guys were away. Just very briefly, is there anything that is like a big no for you guys? Is there a um? I feel. Um, I, Grudek is is doing kind of the opposite of of what you would associate if if somebody was going to a to a big meeting. You know, instead of sort of straightening his collar and everything, he's kind of rumpling his clothes up a little bit and. Maybe making sure there's a little dust on his shoulders. He says, "No, I just, I, I hope, I hope Rat is there." Um, <laughs> I so I don't want to abandon the things that are part of my hum- Hamid life, um, and Shadow doesn't want anything that might hurt the pack. I just wanted to, no matter how we go about this, be sure we all had put on the table any concerns. Well, if, Stop, if not hurt things that hurt the pack. Uh, if we're going to be uh, able to ask these entities questions and, and the like, I reckon, I'm feeling, it'd be nice to know what sort of, uh, what sort of payment they're going to want up front. Well, I had a thought of that. If the Spirit Fog would make this a game, perhaps we should play this game. One of the three questions will be a lie. Suppose our first question to each spirit is, which of your three questions will you lie to us? And then they either, and what if they lie about that? Well, then the other if two they, are truth. If you guys how are... Would we know? If your characters are really interested in trying to game this, um, you're welcome yes. to make an intelligence and <laughs> an intelligence and enigmas role. I can do that. I can uh, also do that. I am going to try this. So you can all do that, and I will let you know. Can this who, be pop culture? Also, what difficulty? <laughs> um, 
I do not think spirit games are pop culture. You know what? They um, are totally no, the no, thing that shows up I'm in fandom. Gonna, what are you talking about? I'm actually going to allow this because uh, anybody with like a really broad knowledge of pop culture might have seen a similar kind of game on a, on a show or a. I mean, the one a, always tells the truth, one always truck. lies puzzle is in every like. Right. And no, this one like, always lies. There's three doors. There's yeah, so this kind of thing is up doors, and all sorts of things. So um, I will actually allow that as a special okay. case. And oh, what's our difficulty? Uh, seven. Ah, cool. Origins, enigmas. I got one success. Now, nothing. Three successes. Oh, I rolled. God damn it. I actually <laughs> botched. <laughs> Shadow. Shadow's like, the wolves used to pass the time. I had I had one five dice and not nada. In order to survive in the wild, one must be good at solving mysteries. Will this kill me or not? Is a common mystery. <laughs> Shadows on the roll, man. Look at that. Damn. Okay, so, so I think I'm the Shadow. only one with the So Grudek got one. Oh, Grudek got one and I got three. Yeah. Okay. Um so, Shadow, good luck explaining what you have reasoned out. But um, here is what you are able to painstakingly reason out. Um, asking the same question more than once uh, might be helpful, which is something that Grudek also figured out. Like, if you ask the same question more than once... Um, that could help you figure out what's true and what's not true of the same spirit if you ask the same question twice. Mm -hmm. Shadow also will figure out if you ask the same question as your first and second question and you get different answers, you know one of them's a lie, so you can use the third question to find out which one's true. So, like, what's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite color? Red. Which of those was a lie? The second one. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to get one guaranteed truth. Uh, if you ask the same question twice and get the same answer, you know it's true. And the third question will be a lie, you, so you can try and game. You can you. ask a yes or no question for the third one in that case, and um, you'll know it's the opposite of whatever you ask. So, like, what's your favorite color? Blue. What's your favorite color? Blue. Are you bigger than a bread box? Yes. So you know its favorite color is blue, and you know that it is smaller than a bread box. This may be just because either I'm just generally slow in the uptake or giving myself some credit. Maybe it's just because I'm on the East Coast and it's getting late. But all we have to do is determine which answer is a lie or, or, or are we trying to get a specific actually, information? Out of this well, we're trying yeah, to find out something useful. You're trying to find out something useful about the spirit, but they've made it complicated by the fact that – you can't just ask three questions and know it's that not that. three tr two truths and a lie. It's I'm going to tell you facts that may be lies, and you get to pick whether or not you like me. So you okay. always have the okay. option of just asking three different questions and then just playing Russian roulette over which one is true, so, which one is not. This will with there. Oh, share is going to become this. <laughs> so if we ask the same question three times. We absolutely know the answer to that question. So if we can boil it down to one question. Well, you wouldn't I even have to ask have it. Yeah. a suggestion. Or so Shadow would explain. Yeah. With this sort of puzzle, repetition is key. 
If you pair a question, for instance, what is the color of your eyes? Twice. You will either get the same answer twice, in which case you know it to be true, or you will get two different answers, in which case you know one to be the lie, and the third question can confirm the truth of the matter. Therefore, you are correct, Thistle. Finding the question we want answered is important. Which means, what is something we need to know about a spirit that would guide us? What sort of limitations it's going to put on us? Hmm? What Bridge if, runner looks very impressed, what if, by the way. What about... I know limitation's probably more important, but what it likes about us? What it... Why choose us? Why? I think an important question is why so many of these spirits are looking for us. If we why? ask each of them twice, why did or... you seek us out? <laughs> Grandfather Thunder. What do you like about me? <laughs> I find that question to be a satisfactory one. Um, I don't know if I can speak with spirits. I don't know if in this context that is irrelevant that we'll all be able to talk or not. Bridge Runner shakes his head. It'll have to be you, Thistle, who, okay. uh, who asks the questions of the spirit, but you do not have to choose the question. Okay. Um, then so he says so in his get the same answer twice to. from someone, what do we ask second? About BAMs or... No, the third the third question is which of the previous two was a lie. If, yes, if but if they not tell the, the truth the first two times, uh, that is fair. Is there a third question, or is then the third, yes. no the third question would then be the lie? If you ask one whose opposite is easily ascertained, you will be able to suss the truth from the lie. A yes or no question. That's an excellent suggestion. Um, Y'all are sharp. I can see what the spirits see in y'all. Jeez. Um, so what's an important yes or no? I... I do not know much about spirits, Thistle. Perhaps you could answer a question. Yeah, that... that... Can I make a, like... Sure, you can do... Um, for what's yeah, might do be an another yes or no. Intelligence and rituals, I guess, uh... See if you can figure out a good yes or no question. Uh, for difficulty? Um, let's say seven. Okay. Would this fall under Garou history at all as well? Um, yeah, I could. Uh, why don't you try, uh, try that three role? Three successes, uh, four if you still consider it pop culture, I assume at this point. <laughs> Probably I don't. I, I don't think I'll bother rolling. I think this will be okay. uncovered. Okay. Um, so, um, good yes or no questions. Um, well, it, 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 uh, it, 
relevant true or false facts about spirits. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I, 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 sorry, I actually have a question for Thistle. But, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, can we get through this answer yeah, first, yeah, yeah. just for simplicity? Um, like, do they have any quarrels with other spirits? Are they um, are they respected by other spirits? Are they respected by Garu? Um, are they going to increase your reputation or decrease? Your, are they going to decrease your reputation? Um, That's a good one. <laughs> with with Garu or with other spirits or you know things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are fairly binary and very so, important. Well, <laughs> so something obviously exactly what might be up to the pack, but. Something about how they're connected. Spirits have social lives. So, like, do they have fights with other spirits? Are the group cool with them, not cool with them? How would they feel about us being related to them? It feels a little judgy, but in this case, they are constructs of manifestation that we are binding to. (coughs) So I feel like it's okay. Judging good. I think that's that's an excellent line of inquiry. Uh, I I also agree that finding out why we are of particular interest and specifically what they what they seek to gain by binding themselves to our pack. Uh, Those are our first two questions. Our first two questions are why they sought us. Okay. Um, The second question has to be something easy: yes or no. Hmm. Or I mean. I guess if there's some other two answer type thing, the well, uh, shadow you want you wanted to. Yes. Is there any reason that a spirit might seek out a pack of Guru for ill intent? I. I mean, I think if we see bad spirit, we become concerned. <laughs> I do uh, not know much about spirits. Can we ask? ask spirits? Are you good slash bad? I don't think that's a very. I, I guess you know. That's not storyteller answer. Being you could ask, do you wish us harm? You know, if you, you wanted a yes or no, might be a good. Que- it could be a good question. I mean. But, I think if they see if they seek us ill, the why did they seek us out might answer this question. Mm. Yeah, that's... well, and I think you're misunderstanding the relationship between the totem spirit and the pack. Mm-hmm. It's symbiotic. It's the fundamental aspect of the entire sequence. I the idea of I... a of a spirit yeah. seeking out a pack in order to harm it, well, the the spirit gains power. Through the relationship with the pack and the pack through the spirit. Otherwise, it's yeah. wasted its time. Hmm. There, there is some risk that someone's there, or one of them is there to fuck with the contest potentially. But again, I think that if we want to be really, really on the safe side, that's a good question. But I feel like we may be comfortable having that just answered by why they are here and why they sought us out. Fair enough. Because they got us out because, lol, other people are interested in you, so I thought I'd fuck with them. That might be someone we don't want. Fair enough. I ask because I do not know. Ah, you must be the great troll spirit. Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) 
So, our, why would it, a troll spirit seek out Garou? I'll explain later. Promise. It's a glasswalker thing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh, if if the answers to our first two questions are the same, then we ask our yes or no question for the third. If they are different, our third question is which of the two was true? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get in this crazy spirit contest then. Which of our third questions would we like Thistle to ask? Or will that be up to Thistle? I reckon Uh, we leave it up to whatever he wants. Okay. Rudick nods at that and says, this, I I, I know, is primarily a test of insight and so forth, but some insight is here, some is here, and he he, he touches his gut. Um, and says, Thistle, I have faith that uh, you will follow your feelings on spirits and, and ask uh, ask the most appropriate question, depending on how the spirit has behaved up till that point. Okay. We leave this to you then, Thistle. And C, right. C, ha- C has been kind of holding the sheathed sword in his left hand this entire time, just kind of tapping it, and he just kind of sets it uh, uh, blade down in the dirt and just I'm ready when the rest of you are. Shall we get comfortable before y'all, travel? Y'all ready to go? Let us go. Um, All right, so uh, you guys roll Gnosis difficulty three, so it's barely even a roll, but... Um, Grudek will... Oh, will, never say that with me. I I have the weirdest luck. Um, I... Okay, someone succeeded on all I'm of my stupid. dice. How do I roll Gnosis again? Uh, so in your in your advantages, uh, yeah, I see tab, the Gnosis. Block. Just click on the click on the word Gnosis. Oh, Ulmod, nothing. Five successes. Two successes. <laughs> Four successes. Okay, so our lowest is our lowest is two successes. So I just far. tried. I just tried it and it didn't do anything. It pops up a window that might be behind your character sheet. Ah, okay. Yep. Oh, um, and my difficulty is one because I have my mirror shades. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I assume I get three successes. Uh huh. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can pretty much just and you know I've lost the page where it tells how many successes anyway it takes however long two successes takes so i got three <laughs> yeah but y'all have to wait on the other side for for ty yeah but um <laughs> while you're waiting uh the first thing you notice is a lot of fog um the the cairn grounds are usually a little on the misty side just because of where <laughs> you are that's our patron spirit <laughs> yeah and also just because of local weather but um uh, in the Umbra, it's always a little bit foggier than it is on the Earth side. But right now, you can hardly see at all. You're still standing in the Redwood Circle. As, and Tyg will see the same thing when he eventually arrives. Um, he's like the guy w- with the bad lag, you know, zoning 30 in. seconds. It takes 30 <laughs> seconds. Okay, so after about 30 seconds, Tyg shows up and sees the same thing. And you can tell that between each of the trees, just outside the circle, there is a spirit waiting there. But you can't clearly see um, what they are. Um, but 
you get general outlines. Um, between the trees that are closest to the cliff in that little pond where there's like a, a pond where the little waterfall sort of collects down at the bottom of the cliff, you just see a couple of eyes kind of on the surface of the water, and that's about all you can see. Um, going counterclockwise, um, the next thing you see is basically what looks like a rock. Um, uh, going around counterclockwise again, the next thing you see looks vaguely ring-shaped. You can see kind of a ring of some sort. Um, and then the next thing you see is on, on a leaf, you see something kind of sparkling. Almost looks like there's a gem on the leaf. A very small but bright object. <laughs> and then the last one um, is you can see something that has, you just see the faint outline of triangular ears. And that's all you can see. So you've got ears, eyes, rock, ring, and gem, for for lack of a better description. So pond eyes, rock, ring, leaf, and ears. Yeah, two on a leaf and, and ears. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do on a leaf. Jewel on the leaf. Like oh. or it could be dew, or okay. it could be a drop of water. Something. It's in the delicious. it's in the roll twenty chat. <clears throat> yeah, something. Thank is, you. Is um, on the leaf there. I and probably the least impressive thing currently, but a little bit weird. Thistle. Um, should I describe this, or do you want to? Appearance. You you go ahead. Um, thistle is sort of covered in leaves and twigs where like a guru form is still in homid form, but where a guru form might have fur, there's instead little poking out bits of nature. Um, (laughs) Not as some barkishness to the skin. Not as though he needs a bath, but like actually emerges. But like, no, it's because it's on the skin. It's clearly like coming out of the skin. Skin to some extent, um, and this is what they meant when they when they said Zir was a um, was a was a tree. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the look to shadow, look, uh, looking a bit of a dry out there, aren't you? Explain. No, this is a tree. This is a, this is expected. <laughs> shadow gets it. Very simple. Sorry, I was going to explain it, but then there was more. So, so everything that I say in the voice of a spirit, y'all can assume, um, <laughs> this is me blending Bridge Runner and me. You, you fine people can assume, says the GM, that anything I say in the voice of a spirit is something that Thistle is translating for you. Just so I don't, just so we don't have to say everything twice and, and right. Aaron doesn't end up being Tawny from Galaxy Quest, just like repeating everything <laughs> I read the subtitles off for the players. (laughs) No, that would be boring. Um, So, um, so assume that everything I say as a spirit, Thistle then immediately translates. And I will assume that anything you guys convey to Thistle that you want Zer to communicate 
but I'll, mm-hmm. we'll just skip that yeah. part and the spirit hears. Okay. Thistle just is make- doing translating, which is meaningful in universe where multiple languages are being spoken, yes. but kind of weird without that context. <laughs> but it is important. It is important to know that Thistle is doing the translating because that means that C yeah. cannot use his truth of yeah, Gaia. I, yeah, I can't use truth of Gaia. Yeah. Which, uh, fun, way, fun way around. Now y'all know why I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're on to us. Um, so, who are we interviewing first here then? Oh, uh, and I'll point out very, very quickly, just because it follows up on something that Jack and I talked about last week. I don't remember if it was while we were live or not. But um, this is probably the first time that Ty can very clearly see that Grudek is albino because he's shifted into Krynos form and it's not you know, it's not well, it's it's dark and foggy, but he's also, you know, eight and a half feet tall and very clearly and very pink. pale as the driven. Yeah. Yeah. All all he's wearing in Krino's form are his mirrored glasses still. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, a question. Does that does uh, stepping sideways force us to change? Um, no, but okay. it's but you might I mean, he might have just defaulted to breed form. He doesn't have to roll anything to change to Krynos form. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, before we stepped over, Grudek said he was getting comfortable and oh, turned yeah. it to, into yeah. Krynos form before he stepped sideways. Got it. I think Thistle is a tree regardless of form, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, in currently all, Comet. He would have twigs and leaves and stuff. Uh-huh. Y'all are ready, says uh, Ridge Runner, and he just yeah. kind of steps back. I interrupted Tig uh, out of character, but I think Tig had just asked who we're going to talk to first. One, two, three, four, five. Well, this is this is your this is your time to lead Thistle, right? Um, and Thistle's going to turn to uh, probably start with the ring shaped one. Okay. Um, I apologize as I go slowly. I'm trying to make sure my notes are as accurate as possible. Um, <laughs> we'll walk forward in that direction and direct question towards them. And oh god, exact wording is terrifying. Um, <laughs> And my brain has gone completely blank. What were uh, we just saying? Why? Why did? Why yeah. did you seek out our pack? Right. Um, and why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? Um, there's a brief pause, and then the ring says, um, "Many things." will be reborn through you, including some children I loved very much. All right. um, And then repeats the question. Okay. And this time the ring answers... Because I can believe, I believe that you can return to me the power that I have lost. Um. Is someone else transcribing this? Yes. Yeah, I'm yes. putting it in chat. Great. I won't do that anymore. Um, 
was your first answer or, or your second answer a lie? There's a brief pause and you almost get a sense, like this vague feeling of the the spirit being slightly impressed. <laughs> and it responds slowly, the second answer was a lie. Thanks. Uh, respectful and then move in a, I think this is counterclockwise circle towards the gem on a leaf one. Um, Why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? And this voice is very small. (laughs) This tiny little buzzing of a voice. You will heal and renew things, make them pure again in a proper balance of death and rebirth. Okay, and I ask the question again. You will heal and renew things, make them pure again in a proper balance of death and rebirth. Okay, uh... Yes or no, do you have quarrels with the other spirits? I do. Okay. That works too. Uh, Sectful. Move on to the next one, which I believe is triangle ears. Okay. Um... Okay, ask that one. Um, <laughs> ask that was that the wrong one. question. <laughs> <coughs> Beeping of my phone is not a question. Um, <laughs> why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? Because I believe that only you can restore balance to this area of the world. Why did you seek out a fact to be totem of? You can return me to my rightful place in the hierarchy of spirits and get me out from under the thumb of another spirit that I dislike. Which of those answers? Why? I'm putting down five bucks on number two. The first answer was was a lie. And now Thistle feels clever again. <laughs> um, pond. Pond eyes? There's eyes on the pond. Sorry. Um, why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? Because you can bring back something that I lost. It says a very solemn and strangely angry voice. <laughs> Why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? Because you can bring back something that I lost. Okay. And in that case... Just do... 
do you, yes or no, do you have quarrels with the other spirits? No. Okay. Uh, that would bring us to rock, which is the last one. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, why did you seek out our pack to be totem of? Because I wish the voice is very slow and thoughtful. To be returned to my rightful place. Why did you seek out our pact to be totem of? Because you have the key to ending the sorrow of my brood father. Which of the, was the first answer or the second answer a lie? The first. Okay. Aaron just realized something Thistle didn't. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and we'll having sort of done that and translated that for all five, um, Thistle will return to confer with the rest. And you can also, if you like, at this point, make an additional intelligence and rituals roll to see if anything about any of the spirits rang any bells to you. Yeah. Can I um, also make that roll? All of you can. Okay. okay. Intelligence and rituals difficulty. Seven. What if you don't Seven. have rituals? Then you can't make it. It's a, a it's it's a knowledges section. So if you don't have a dot in the field, you can't make a roll. What if I yeah. have enigmas? No, this is about. Do you know like that's spiritual that's right. lore? Yeah, that's yeah, difficulty. Someone difficulty tell me seven. the difficulty. Can, can seven. I use seven? Guru history again? Um. Yes. Okay. Yes, you can. And it was success. seven. Two successes. One success. Hmm. Okay. One success. Um, I I have a I have a guess out of character. Do you want me to just keep that to myself? For now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, all of you who rolled have a very strong feeling that some of these spirits may be have something to do with. They may have be totems that are associated with lost tribes, lost guru tribes. And uh, Aaron, you are pretty sure that that rock is Turtle, who was the who used to be the totem of the Croatan tribe and has not sponsored a pack in centuries. Okay. Uh, Thistle uh, will communicate that to the rest of the group. Um, um, do I know that the Croatan were the other Native American tribe, the, the, the middle brother? Yeah, the Octena would have told you that. They would have told you about the Wendigo and the Croatan as well. And 
all of that tragic history and especially the part about how the Fianna and the get of Fenris destroyed everything. <laughs> yeah. You say so, how, how that the one might not ruined everything. That one might yeah. not be the best one. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I, I assume we're having this in character, right? Just chat. Yeah. It might be time for the in character chat now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just like turtle. That means something. Mm. Uh, mm. Sorry. But, but yeah, Thistle no, would it's know little... specifically that's yeah. one of the lost totem spirits. I mean, they all come from the lost, uh, the turtle spirit. Uh, the rock does, the one with the rock does seem to be the turtle spirit. Or that would be my inclination. Um, Grudex, at, 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 at that, Grudex's ears go down a little bit. Um, in Krino's form, and he kind of lets out a little bit of a whine um, and says, if, if, if that is true and, and, and I have no reason to doubt your judgment, then that's that's a grave sign indeed. I, I, I had always heard that Turtle would only return just before the apocalypse. <laughs> Tag needs to make a roll, if that's okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> rolls uh, racial guilt <laughs> three um, successes on racial guilt roll the get have the get have no guilt so i don't need to make a roll <laughs> exactly um I, I i will say uh if 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 i may i i do not trust uh the floating eyes uh n- nor nor the spirit with ears no, um, in fact, the turtle, the turtle was the spirit of the middle brother of the Croatan, who were the peacekeepers. They were among the wisest of the lost tribes. If it's returned, then its goal is to end the sorrow of its broodfather. That might be a sign that we should follow it. Uh... I feel there is always some appeal to something we know more about, but we should probably also consider the options where we don't know as much. The gem on the leaf. It seems to be one. That has less quarrels. Perhaps having a spirit that will not at least immediately draw us into conflict might be a good choice. Um. I can't overlook the fact that in presence of Turtle here is a strange and auspicious opportunity for us, though. And we do As not C really says, he's, he's the peacekeeper. And the ability to at least attempt to atone for some of the foolishness of our forebears is not something I'll overlook lightly. Uh, Grudek reached out to put a comforting hand on Ty's shoulder if, if Ty will let him. 
and and will say also let us bear in mind uh and, and bridge runner is still there and listening is that right mm-hmm. yeah he just hasn't uh, said a word sort of nod towards bridge runner and said um this is bear in mind it, it it was apparently of special note that we were able to resolve our first task without without harm without conflict perhaps that is one of the reasons that the spirit is drawn to us I think of anyone, the turtle is likely the least to have other conflict with other spirits, as he is the one who keeps peace, but... Uh. Moreover, I think if what Grudek says is true, and turtle's resurgence is a sign of the end times, conflict is coming no matter whom we choose. Um, sorry, but just to be clear, because I'm just trying to make sure what I've heard in character or out of character. Has anyone said that the turtle was mm-hmm. the second family? Yeah. Yes, okay. C, C did. Okay, I just want to make sure that was in character. Yes, he mentioned that they were the crow, that he was the crow. And I'm assuming with that context, at least this will get, like, what that would mean. Um. Would that spirit accept one of the get? If I mean, wish- we, the predicating question, I, before we came here, we, that the pack is wanted, but mm-hmm. I won't dismiss your concern. The pack might be wanted, perhaps not all of us. <laughs> we are, we are you- the pack, Shadow. You are a part of us. And the strength Aww. of the wolf is the pack, but the strength of the pack is the wolf. God they are one and the same. Damn it, William. <laughs> <laughs> and then you trip over and then you trip over an XLR cord. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of I got my next references with that was Dan Bull. Alright. <clears throat> Aeolus Aeolus um in his unfathomable foggy voice whispers echoingly in Thistle's ear that it is time to put the matter to a vote. I think we've achieved a level of consensus, but it's time to vote. Has to be unanimous, remember. My vote's for Turtle as well. That is mine, but... Grudek gives one last hopeful look around, but doesn't see any little ratty spirits hiding anywhere. <laughs> Maybe the ears. I, I, I also agree that uh, we, we have much to offer Turtle, and uh, it seems our goals may be aligned. Then I will follow the consensus of the pack. Um, I'll sort of look around at the fog. Did did C vote? I think I missed yeah, that. C, he voted yeah, first. C voted first. Okay. C voted first. So the fog, as though in response, uh, dissipates. And you see for just a moment all five of them fairly clearly. You see a river otter in the water. You see a garter snake coiled up in a ring shape. You see a brilliant, shining, cobalt-colored beetle on a leaf. You see... 
very unremarkable looking pond turtle and you see a bobcat crouching. The bobcat suddenly swells into a mighty lion and bounds away off through the fog. The beetle suddenly spreads its wings and they hum and buzz as it rises through the air and then it explodes in a halo of light as the symbol of the scarab before dissipating completely. The little snake rises up into the air, coils itself into a circle, bites its own tail, shimmering in rainbow hues, and then vanishes. And um, the otter suddenly swells and grows and strange fangs emerge from its mouth and it's a creature like you've never seen in your life and it lets out the weirdest eeriest wail you've ever heard before vanishing into the darkness and then your little pond turtle friend big enough that you could pick it up in one hand and hold it slowly plods over to you and says thank you and that's where we're going to stop for tonight. Hey. <laughs> I love our pond turtle friend. Turtle friend. Turtle friend. I'm glad you didn't let me get a pet rat because now I'm getting a pet turtle. <laughs> All right. We will uh, see you next time. Say goodbye, everyone. Find out what turtle Thank you, everybody. wants from all of you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.